was in regards to me saying, right, that I like Trey Murphy. That I, I like those minutes for Trey down the stretch. No, but I mean, the context of that matters because what other option do you really fucking have? You already, you know, the, the Thunder went ahead and went small. Them going small had gave you problems throughout the night. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Trey was one of the only available available bodies and just so happened he is a guy that you were going to have confidence confidence in to shoot shoot the basketball. And look, here's my thought. One thing I've realized early about Willie is that he's a chess player. So he does shit not just in the moment for for today. He does he he does things that that, that he feels or hopes is going to pay off down the line. So like for example, when Jackson Hayes is back is back playing minutes a few games ago, he doesn't play well. Pelicans win the game. But one of the first one of the first things that he mentions or the first person he gets a shout out to is Jackson. Whether or not he believed it didn't matter. He said that as a leader, because that's because that's good for Jackson to end up hearing. He a few games later, when they need him, they need Jackson to play. He has one of his best games of the year. You know what I'm saying? So whether or not we don't know what this would do for Trey, but you got to find a way to help him out at some point. If his confidence no, is it no, 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 but hold on. If his confidence isn't hundred percent there, one of the things that may help is, hey, my coach who knows I'm struggling, just put me in with two, three minutes left in the game to give me an opportunity to help my team win in a situation in which he would never be in. So I mean, you got to find a way to squeeze, you know, to, to squeeze him in one way or another because we don't know when this shit's gonna turn for him. Well, so so let me so let me let me. Reiterate, I have no issue with with him putting them in. Like I said, I understood the situation today. Like I'm not really tripping. I'm not even sitting there saying I don't want to ever see him play ever again. I'm not. I'm not that point. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just talking about to me. Like I'm just sitting there, and like you said, he 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 did everything. Like Willie going to say a lot of stuff that he's supposed to say. He's doing everything. I'm not arguing against that. I'm talking about me, me personally. Like I'll just I'll just I just been underwhelmed. That's it. That's all. That's it. that's it, and I was just like the whole, the whole like these are good minutes. They 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 probably are good minutes. I'm not I'm not really even arguing that point. I'm just more of like, dang, like okay, like at some point it's gonna click. It's just more of disappointment. That's all. Like I'm not Fair really free. I'm not even really freaking about about this loss. Honestly, like I, I'm really not. Like it's just like I said when when Bi went down because I remember I was watching it and I had the sound down because I had to go watch it somewhere else and I had to listen to OKC broadcast and I wasn't trying to hit that. And so when we were making a run in the first quarter, I was like, okay, we we bring it in. And not first, I'm sorry, second quarter. I'm like, okay, we're getting close. And be happy to come in with like five minutes and try to, you know, still, you know, start taking the lead. And when he don't come in, I'm like, what the crap? And so when I find out he hurt, I kinda like I kind of just kind of gave this game a watch anyway. Cause it's like, well, he's really our only true dude that can get whatever he wants. Like it is what it is. And I'm happy that I saw from what I first saw from Josh Hart, what I first saw for everybody else to fight. And it's kind of funny that as much as people just like sit sad on Temple, don't play nobody, they both these dudes is one of the reasons why we was in the end of the game in the first place. Facts. Um, Lyle, I'm going to come to you next here, man. Uh, Josh Hart had had a, what, 29 points. Uh, I get, I think, one point shy of his career high. Um, I, I mean, continues to play efficient, is playing – Good basketball pretty much on both sides of the floor. And um, offensively, he just continues to take it to a new level while not forcing things and, you know, doing doing things that are that are comfortable to him. And they needed him down the stretch as soon as B.I. went down because they really didn't have anybody else with, um, you know, the ability to to get inside repeatedly and finish at the rim. And, I mean, he's, you know, arguably, I mean, he's one of the best on the, at the, on the team, if, if not the best, I mean, 
like other than Zion, there's no one on the team that finishes in the air uh, with contact like him. And I mean, it's starting to it's starting to look like. I mean, I'd love to see his numbers versus some of the uh, versus other guards and other wings in the league, uh, because I mean, there's so many times Josh gets fouled and he's still finding a way to make acrobatic layups. It's you know, it's crazy. Uh, but now talk about talk about Josh. I mean, and, and, and look, if if Bi is out, you know, for you know a week or you know a few games, whatever it is, like like I'm I'm anticipating with something like this. I, I'm assuming at least you know you're looking at you know a couple games if he's out. Um, you know, how important is Josh Hart going to be uh, in a stretch where, you know, Pelicans are going to try to look to kind of get things back on the uh, on the winning trail? Yeah, Josh Hart has been huge. Um, yeah, honestly, to see his growth this year, and, you know, they're talking about, oh, we should be talking him into the most improved player uh, conversation. I, I think that's spot on. I'm honestly, the way he played tonight, and he has, I suppose, all year, and the way he conducts himself in these post-games, you know, he's a different guy. He, You can see a guy that's confident, that's been given responsibility and has thrived because of it. 29 points tonight. Would he have nine rebounds? I think four assists. And he would have had a heap more if anyone else could finish. You know, this guy has taken it on himself to drag the Pelicans through this game. Like, you could see it. There was t- points where, what was he? He ran down. He covers the ball. Um, like he's running in the end zone and then puts it up, lays it in, gets belted in the head and then runs straight back, steals it off the other bloke, runs back again. And you could see him, he was gassed. And in the end, he had to take a foul and go and sit down because the bloke was worn out. But his uh, contribution this year just has been enormous. And I think for us to get anywhere, this guy has to continue to play at this level and we have to keep praising him for what he's doing you know we gave him this absolute uh, pretty much dog shit contract where he has not too much uh control at all it's 10 million and then he's got like a team slash player option then another 10 million and then a team slash player option and then they do it again i mean i've never heard of such contract and uh, bobby marks talks about it as well on his um instagram a while back when he signed it and he explains it better than i can but his contribution and his leadership is what is the difference maker. You know, we aren't in that game if Josh Hart doesn't take over in that second, third quarter. He was absolutely enormous. And, you know, I'll give that bloke his flowers. He is, and I'll say it on my podcast, he's the heart and soul of this team. You've got it written there. And, um, you know, he really is. He is um, He's something else. So, yeah, start with that. Uh, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Frank here. Uh, Frank, this is your, I believe this is your first time up here, man, in these spaces, man. So welcome up. Anything you wanna you wanna speak about the game, man? Go ahead, the floor is yours. Um, not so much. Well, first of all, man, I appreciate that. I have been kind of listening in for a while, but this is my first time, kind of, kind of, you know, trying to chime in. But um, looking at the bigger picture, man, like I said, I know the losses are kind of piling up. And I don't know how people feel how the Pelicans should really go about the rest of this season in, the, in terms of trying to make the play in or trying to make, you know, just trying to, you know, I guess put themselves in the best draft position or whatever. But I want to talk more so about um I've never been a type of person to like, you know, be encouraged by losses, but I mean, is anybody like encouraged by like the, like the style and like the, the play that the Pelicans are actually playing this year, given the circumstances? I mean, there's been no Zion. BI has been in and out of the lineup. I mean, do you guys see like there's somewhat of a culture change um, just by looking at, you know, that the way that, that the guys are playing, because I feel like in, in years past, like, you know, once, you know, the best player went down, 
the team would have kind of just tucked their tails. And like I'm seeing like, hey, they're looking at it now is no matter who's out there, these guys are like playing their butts off. And like they 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 almost won. They took the lead at some point in the fourth quarter tonight. And to me, that indicates that there may be some kind of like um, a culture change in terms of the toughness. I always feel like in like in years past, the teams that we had were always kind of mentally soft. And now it seems like what I'm asking, like, do you guys see like they're kind of turning the tide there in terms of um, being more mentally, mentally strong as a as a unit? And how could that kind of help us, you know, in the long run? Everett, uh, you can you can go ahead and answer that, man. You uh, normally have have good responses and stuff like this. Yeah, and I, I'm glad you said that, Chris, because uh, I did, <laughs> I do, and absolutely, I see a culture shift. And I was and I tweeted it out earlier about that about how much I can't remember the last Pelicans team that's ever had this much fight in it, and that really fought all the way through the end. And honestly, I'm not a big component of oh the ref screwed us, but it was like that sequence where we needed Trey Murphy to hit that three in the corner that Devontae Graham found him on. And then Josh Hart does Josh Hart things, and he got fouled on his way to the rim. He missed it. But then um, they got the rebound, and I think that's kind of where the the mentality changed. I mean, the, the momentum changed. But even after the momentum changed back to OKC, we see all the way down to, what, eight seconds left on the clock, uh, GT – Boom, tried to steal the ball twice from um, Shea. And we still was fighting. Literally, it was one second left on the clock, and you could still see that they didn't give up. And I have never, and I mean never, seen a Pelicans team fight. Or I'm trying to think if i ever seen a Hornets team fight that hard all the way down to the very last second. And that has a lot to do with Willie Green. Um, he has brought a, a sense of responsibility to each other for this team he has brought a sense of of passion and drive that these these kids these guys absolutely love basketball they love playing with each other they love uh growing together and you know what they see the growth because just this year if you look at the first two weeks this they would have let go of the rope hands down and we'd have lost about 40 points probably but he is instilling confidence into these guys and letting them, letting us believe that, hey, no matter how far much we're down, it's going to pay off. And even in this loss, I feel we absolutely are building a culture that we've never had before that I am so proud to be a part of. Chaz, man, get in here. You got your, uh, you got your hand up, man. Yo, man, I think we, we can't give Josh Hart enough credit, man. This dude... I think he surpassed everyone's expectations. He's he's been this exemplary. Like the dude, just him on the floor. It, it's it's like watching a nine a player from the nineties out there right now. Like you know what I mean? Just the dude is just relentless. He, he he's a dog. He he's just, a running back, man. Yeah, the like, dude's like a running back. back out there. Like he just he he's not afraid of nothing. He's fearless out there. And you know, the, I think tonight watching <laughs> watching Trey. You know, I think the only positive I could think I could say is like, well, you know, I like how he attacks the rebound. I think I think he's a pretty solid rebounder. Like he, I like how he attacks it. Um, but aside from that, man, I think I think you know it was it was a, it was a they fought hard, and I, I think the only question I really leave with, because I, I expect Bi the way our medical staff is, 
you know, this being real, I, I expect B.I. to be out like a couple weeks. Just, just because, I, like, we're super precautious. And I'd rather be, you know, really precautious with him than put him out there and risk something happening, even if we have a chance to win some of those games. Because, you know, the schedule is looking a little difficult. Like, we're facing some big dogs coming up. But the, the, the biggest question I have moving forward is like, yo, is trade I, – because I, I have to assume it's him at this point. Is Trajan Langdon good at evaluating talent? Because, and I say that because when you look at the people that even like these 10 day dudes, like dudes who wasn't supposed to be on, on the court, when I, when I really sat back and looked at it, I saw Gary Clark play. This dude doesn't look, he doesn't even look like a 21st century athlete. He looked like fucking Joe Lewis or somebody. I was like, what is this dude doing? I was like, who is this dude, man? What the, f-? I was like, what the fuck is this? Right, and the thing that bothers me with that with Trajan, Trajan is one for seven right now. Right, if you if you say no, he's two for seven. If you give him Kyra, he's two about, what about, wait. What about her? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, you <laughs> not? Oh, you, so you're not counting Zion? I mean, nah, I wouldn't count. I don't. Okay, yeah, well, I, I, I guess, uh, guess technically, how could you fuck that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. My bad. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, so I'm, when I look at that, I'm like, man, even with these 10-day guys, I'm like, or even with some of these these players, why why do we have such a hard time filing, finding dudes off the scrap heap? Dale Demps would have had us some decent dudes in, in here right now, at least, you know, some some instant grits type players. Wait, and I, I got to put this back on you a little all bit, All the first-round picks, all the first-round picks that have been goddamn accumulated would have been right out the door with the damn shit. So no, hold no, on now. No, no, that's fair, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You got Jax, and Jax had a, a decent game, but this motherfucker's a lottery pick in his third year, and we, you know, we happy he had a, a decent game. Who, who wanted to push but back? But Chaz, but Chaz, wait. But... Think about this in, in as a whole NBA perspective. How many, how many players actually hit every year? If you go back through every single draft, you can name ten guys out of the what eighty to hundred some people that that try to get drafted that that's, actually are, are if, good yeah. and can make a name for themselves. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely. If, fair. I, I'm about to say if you if you batting three hundred as a GM, you you doing pretty good but, as but a here, talent evaluator. Like that's but, that's. But here's the thing. We're talking about free agent acquisitions as well because you look at a guy like, like um, I don't, I guess we count Didi as a draft pick, but you look at Nicole O'Malley, like what the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, I, but you know, look though, look though, the problem, the problem with that is, is that, is that it's been, it's been already stated and clear that that David Griffin has his hand in pretty much everything, right? That mm. that, that that goes on with the day to day operations. So it's kind of tough to really pin, uh. A whole bunch. I mean, I, Trajan deserves some some level of responsibility for the failures or the you know all the things that go well. What I was told, Nicola Melli was a lot was a lot on him, right? Um, and hey, it didn't it didn't work out, and there were you know some some negative domino effects that come with that. It is what it is, but I guess it's tough to pin all of it on Trajan. Oh um, no, nah, I'm, I'm or, mainly focusing I mean, on the overseas guys. Yeah, but I mean, but that's it though. I mean, Didi, Didi was, you know, was what, you know, we're talking. Uh, he was a project, second round project. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, I, mean, he, but I mean, I mean, he was a project. I mean, that's so real. Was, but he's a roster spot. Yeah, but what? I, 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 I mean, and not really because he. We, we, 
about to say, we just he got always, him like at, at the, the end, end of last year. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing. Now we can say that don't make much of a difference. He was in the bench. He might have never played. But when you got when you got fucking Herman Munster and the ambulance squad out there, you got the replacements out there. You start thinking, <laughs> damn, we could use some NBA level talent so, because you know so wait, it's we looking holding, rough. We holding we holding DD and and Nicola Melli like 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 up like we holding we. Are we holding those two against Trajan? Oh yeah. Well, it? well, I, I, I think I, have, I, I personally hold those two just because I know for a fact that those are the overseas guys, and that's his calling card. The, you know, his overseas evaluation. But as far as the other people, I, you know, I, I really don't know. I, I, like, I don't think any of us will ever know until one, if not both, of Trajan and Griff are gone. Then you know, some stuff might come out. But just. Man, this this watching the Gary Clark thing out there tonight, and I know it was this is the second time I saw him, and I didn't notice this at first, but just watching how this dude moved, how he ran, I was like, What the fuck is that? This is insane. I mean, I mean, I, okay, so <laughs> I, I, I say this real quick he, he was in the G League for a reason. Like, I think that's the thing that we forget is that if, if so, everybody, everybody pretty much has had to sign a lot of G League guys, right? Like, because of the COVID situation last couple Outside of like one or two people, ain't none of these people really making that huge of a difference on these teams that they get out there. As soon as, as soon as anybody get relatively healthy to the point where they're not missing too many games through COVID, guess where they're going to be at? Right back in the G League. And most of the dudes that they're signing that are making some form of impact or use our older dude that's been in the league for a long time that people just said they should have been in the league anyway. Right. Like if you sit, like I said, with Gary, we talk about Gary Clark, we Jared, Har- Jared Harper probably wouldn't even have been called up had it not been for everybody missing because of COVID. And, uh, cause everybody was talking about, everybody thought Najee was going to get these minutes the last game. And as soon as he come to find out he had COVID, then, then they bring up Jared Harper and, uh, who does do they brought up? I can't think of. Uh, Anthony Tolliver and uh another guy. I think Jalen right. Jackson. I, I didn't even know. Look, I didn't even know Anthony Tolliver was still available to even be brought up from the G League. That's the thing that I was like, who? Like that's that was my whole situation. I was like, wait, didn't he play for us already? But like, see, what, that, but, see that, that, but, that's, but see, that's my thing. I'm like, yo, stop getting these weird dude, man. Go get somebody but, but with high upside. But, but who Chaz, you, you unfair, getting though? Man. Who no, I'm, there, bro. I'm saying it, go get Tyreek Evans. Go get I, Michael Beasley. But wait, go but get one of these dudes. Michael, Michael Beasley? <laughs> but I'm Michael saying, Beasley was in the – yo, now, now we tripping. When Michael Beasley was in the league, what, what, a year, a year and a half, two years ago, he was the same dude, if not worse, than he was when he was uh he was getting regular minutes. He dude, might be off was, the weed now. I mean, he ain't. He ain't. He ain't. Look, he ain't. Look, 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 <laughs> but look, though, right? Okay, Najee Marsh is a perfect example. When Najee first started playing minutes last year, the first couple games of Najee Marshall's NBA career were terrible, were absolutely horrible. And people were asking, how, how, how does he deserve a minute on a basketball floor? Took him some time. He ended up giving you something. I'm not saying that Gary, that, that Clark or any of these guys that we end up seeing playing minutes while guys are out and uh, safety and health protocols are going to give you anything. But it's very hard to look at one game or look at two games and say, oh, well, this dude can't do anything because he's not moving right. Because Najee was moving pretty bad, too, in his first two games. And then he started to figure out some shit. And then we're talking about somebody that we want to invest in going forward before, you know, this season happened. And now, you know, he's, he's, he's back glued to the bench. So, I, I mean, look, man, like, at the end of the day, it's all trivial. 
they're they the Pelicans were without what no JV eventually BI and we pretty much about pretty much Zion, 60, pretty much 80 points bro we, yeah everybody <laughs> just, you could just say that's everybody what it come down to so whether you sign whether you sign Tyreek Evans whether you sign whether you sign Michael Beasley I mean pretty much everybody you name was in that damn video that was, that was put out earlier whether you went ahead and got Darren Collison before the Lakers got them it wouldn't have mattered none of that was gonna matter tonight look. Look, hey, all, this, we could have went back a, Jamal Crawford. You know, he's still hooping. That's no, all I'm saying. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, James. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, James. Oh, no, I was just saying, I don't even mean just for tonight. I'm just saying when you look at the roster, right, you look at how much a, a dude, like some of these guys had to overachieve just to meet the floor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just to meet the floor. Like, Temple played incredible tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like, these dudes really went out there and did their thing. So I'm not just saying for tonight. I just mean this has been a theme throughout the entire season. Like, yo, we have to get some some talent in the in the locker room. But but none of these dudes that you te- – you're, you're, none of these dudes to me is talent because – think about it. Think about this. I, I just want you to think about this. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, out of all the teams, is the one that's sitting there scrapping, scrapping the barrel, and they ain't called Tyreek Evans. Like, why – we like they look. I'm sorry, they in more pie dire straits than we are when it comes to trying to get people to play for them because they got no money. Like we, I, I just, I'm just not in a situation where I'm not. I'm from a panic because some G League dude that probably ain't was never going to be called up is not panning out. I can't believe he just compared this this man to Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis been dead for about thirty years, <laughs> and, and he probably and, still and, moves and, better than him. And and I don't and and. <laughs> I don't think that you just being disrespectful now, Chad. No, you just being disrespectful. All right, champ, champ, get in here, man. You've been sitting there for a while, man. Reply, reply to anything you want, man. Just don't talk about Joe Lewis no more, please. (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave old old boy. I'm gonna leave that man alone, man. But um, um, as far as the uh, talent is concerned, man, um, if these if them dudes that y'all mentioned. Could play still, they'd still be in the damn league right now. Basically, you got, I, I'm going to throw another name out there. How about OJ Mayo? He over there overseas hooping. You would think if he would play, he could uh, ball right now, somebody would have brought him back. And I had my thoughts on Tyreek. I've seen the videos on IG. I mean, shit, I think he's, I think he's kind of washed. Personally. <laughs> I mean, I loved the dude when he was here. <laughs> I, used, I used to call the man Iso Reek because you know when the ball in his hands, that man was going to the rim no matter what. Get out the way. I'm going to the fucking rim. Um, one last thing before I hop up out here because I got to go make this money. Um, I'm not giving up on my dog, Trey. Like I said, like I got that reply to somebody in one of your uh, tweets. I said, I'm going to start losing confidence in the man when he stops taking the shots that he's supposed to take. Up until then, that's still my dog. I fuck with him. I'm going to keep up with him until he start hitting shots. All right. All right, Champ. So, look, before I get uh, – I'm going to get K2 Harris up here next because I've been trying to get him to speak uh, for a little bit now. Okay, would, you like to, would you like to tell uh, all of uh, the spaces – what you're doing at 907 to go get some money? If it's uh, is, is it legal? Can we can we talk? Oh, about yeah, I'm about to go to work. I'm sorry, I work okay. the night shift, okay. overnight okay. shift. That's okay. why right. that's why I be that's why I be coming in and out when y'all be calling me up at like 10 o'clock. That's what they call it these days. 
No, I'm just fucking with you, man. Go get you. Well, we just fucking with you, man. Go get you. Oh, I know. Go get your money, brother. Call on me. I being like roll call, and they be in my face like, man, the fuck. I'm talking my shit to my people on here. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. I was uh, I was talking to somebody the other day about this shit. I know a lot of y'all got families in here and got and got kids and wives. Do y'all be like just like where do y'all do y'all sitting them away? Cause some of y'all be here every night. Y'all just like send y'all lady, y'all significant other away and make the kids go upstairs. Like what 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 be happening, man? I, I I'm real curious on that. Somebody, somebody hey, my kids right here, oh, right here, right now, making all this damn noise. I'm trying to get them to be quiet <laughs> so I can talk. Shit, look, <laughs> and, and I be riding with my old lady from the. Uh, coming from somewhere that look, you gonna read your book online or some shit? I'm about to talk my shit about my team. I'm about to say that's pretty much the difference between me and my wife. Like, it's, as soon as she know, as soon as the Pelican game is over with, like, most likely I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be talking about it. Uh, all right, man. I, I, I was just curious how that dynamic worked. Hey, man, uh, K2 Harris, man, come up here, man. Yeah, yo, I ain't gonna even cap. I I missed out in the like first half of the game, but when I tuned in, Josh Hart was going crazy. Hey, that was a great that was a great thing for us to sign the ascension on him instead of trading him. I really think we should have kept Lonzo as well and somehow and somehow had him on the team and had Graham as well. But hey, we missed us not keeping Lonzo was not you know it was not hurting us. Josh Hart. We would have lost him. It would have been a detriment to the team. He's he's a great player. Uh, I've seen it this season. Like he's improved on everything. I, I listen, bro. I mean, he surprised everybody. He he, he surprised everybody. And listen, I was one of the first people. Uh, well, I can't say I was one of the first, but I know I, I was early on the on the Josh Hart train when he first got to New Orleans. He, I mean, he he embraced the city. You know, I mean, you know, he comes out with great energy, says the right things. He was he was bouncing everywhere he could. He was buying a, 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 as many New Orleans related things. He he spent his first month trying to find, you know, trying to find the right place to, to go get a beignet from. Like, uh, and then on the floor, you know, he gave you the right hustle, the right uh, intangibles, just you know, the overall right demeanor that you want. That I mean, people from, I mean, any, I mean, in all honesty, that they, they come to any game would appreciate. But now it's beyond just that hustle guru, right? It's beyond just a streaky shooter. It's beyond a dude in, in transition who could go coast to coast and finish. Like, he's really improved his game all over the place. I mean, you could put that on many. You could put that on Willie Green giving him more opportunities. You could put that on, um, you know, a lot of things. But at the end of the day, it's on Josh to be a better player. And, I mean, it's it's he's one of the people, man, that you love to see do great. And for him to have – even – even if it doesn't a hundred percent show uh every night on the box score, you can see, bro, just watching him at, with your eyes game in and game out. He is like ton, like he's ten times better of a player than he's been in any other year in the NBA. Yeah, I say he's one of the leaders of this team, him and BI. I don't think Zion is the leader of this team. Why I say that? It's cause he 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 he's just is just no one's he he doesn't have a voice. He just doesn't say anything. He's you know. But I do think um, he has a big fact. He's a big fact in this team. And when Zion gets back, you're gonna see what the Pelicans can do. I, I, I keep telling people this all the time. The Pelicans are not at full strength, and when they get to full strength, be watch out. It, even if it's like late in the season, I, I'm gonna say watch out. This Pelicans roster right here, even with the Thomas and Sanaraski and Garrett Temple, you no, know, I feel like those are the vets we need. 
Um, if we make any trades this season, we don't need to get rid of uh, Herd. We don't need to get rid of – I'm still in the trade Murphy bandwagon. I give him uh, uh, until the next season. I think we should keep Jackson Hayes as well. Um, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of things we need to do and get better on. But I don't see us trading half of this team and, you know, throwing away the season and tanking. I, I was going to say – oh, go ahead, Eric. Oh, all I was about to say was the only thing that, that is messing with my head or that's hurting my heart right now about this team is I wish our record was better simply so that the national – everybody else can see what we see in Josh Hart and what we see in Herb Jones. That's what I wish. I wish that our record was better so – the people outside of this group can see how good these dudes are, you know, performing. Well, I will say, but I think people are catching on to Herb Jones. I, I, I think slowly but surely, um, you know, there's different national media guys throughout the league that are, that are catching on what Herb is doing. And, it, you know, it's really, in all honesty, it's hard to miss um, if you, if you watch the game because, Almost in every play, he does something. To like you can like he he's that guy to where if you're watching the game, you're like who who is he? Like if you don't know the name, if you can't identify him right away, you're gonna watch him play the game and say, yo, he just, he just knows what he's doing. So if people for those that whether or not the Pelicans are winning or not, it's like Herb jumps off of the page when you visibly visually watch them play basketball. And that so shot thought, coming along, I, I and, was it, and it's coming along with confidence. It, it really confidence. is. He he hit he hit and then it seemed like he's getting back he getting used to shooting it without putting his foot forward either because yeah. he hit two three I ain't gonna fake I was just expecting that them threes to be two <laughs> me too but, me too me too <laughs> I, I, I'll go say this like Herb is probably the youngest ten year vet ever to exist in the NBA like like he, he this dude is the only rookie ten year vet that ever existed in this league because he he out there on a whole different level the only. The only thing that's really keeping him down is the fact that they're not allowing him to really play defense like he he can, like he, because of the uh, the stupid calls that they be giving. Like I'll be looking like, bro, like what what could he have done differently on this play for what that could that shouldn't have been a foul? Like come on, man, like y'all y'all is killing this man. Yo, you hit well, the nail on. Oh, go ahead. They drafted him. They drafted him at like 32 years old, man. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, he better, he better look. He better look that. Good. When he okay. when when Herb did that put back dunk, I thought they was about to say, "Oh, look at vintage Herb, Herb Jones with the, vin- with the vintage <laughs> dunk." I was vintage like, Herb "I ain't Jones. a Herb dunk." I like he just got an old man game. Like the dude just he's 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 incredible to watch. Yo, no, crazy. he got an old he, face, old man, old, old bro. Game. Yeah. Bro, he he don't even like he he don't even get crunk when he dunks. Like that's the crazy thing. Like that's why like if he would sit there and try to compare him like to Quiletta, it's like it's really the every they dog on there everything like personality him playing defense. Like the dude sit there and dunked on uh uh who was the Jokic last week? I think it was last week and didn't even flinch. He just like yep, I did it and kept it going down. <laughs> like wait. Bro, you a second round pick dunking on last year's MVP. I would have been standing over him and everything and pointing at him. What are you doing? That that is true. That's true. Who who do we think the untouchables are on the squad right now? I think everybody that fell in love with Josh Hart at this point. And we know his contract was designed to be traded. So who do we who will we consider to be the untouchables at this point? Hold on, let me get this one. All right. So for me, I got I got everybody in our starting five, including Devontae Graham, 
mainly because this dude wants to be in New Orleans. First and foremost, if you want to be here, you good with me. If I got, um, obviously I got Willie because from every Willie Hernan Gomez, and from everything we've heard, he's a great team guy. He keeps the energy up. He is somebody that um, the players on the team love being around. I got Trey Murphy because we just drafted this dude. I got Damn, everybody, that's the whole team. <laughs> I, I look, look, Chris, I literally about to sit there and say the same thing, bro. I was like, like who we trade? Who we trade? Oh, you can get rid of Jackson <laughs> Hayes. Oh, and GT got to say. That's what I'm saying. This is what well, I said. He's a JT. He's a GT. <laughs> I, I think, I think. Hey, Everett, Everett, you can't answer this question no more. I, 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 no, but I, I, remember I, what I said before, though, guys. Remember what I said? I said we need to have a core of guys that's going to grow together. We can't keep he getting rid of four. You named like ten people. I, I named think, seven guys. That's I that's think, a lot of people. No, no. Nobody would be like trade. Like all those guys are tradable. Like I can see Herb getting getting uh, untouchable. I can see Zion. I can see Ingram. I can see Josh Hort now because he's putting up 20, 20 points. He's gonna he's putting up some points. Um, you're now, not trading JV. Yeah, oh, him either. Him it, either. It, it, I, well, I'm going to say I'm gonna say real quick is is that the two, the I say the, the four obvious to me is B.I., Zion, Herb, and Josh Hart. Now, the reason why I'm not really including everybody else is because it really depends on what the trade is, right? Like I said to somebody else, like if you are getting Jalen Brown, right, coming in, and you don't have to give up Zion, B.I., and uh, Herb Jones, then everybody else is is up for grabs to me. Like that's just my thought process. Like I think Jalen Brown to them or Jason, Tate, whoever it may be. Like if if you trade for those type of players, you can't sit there and say this dude you can't have. You see what I'm saying? So if you if we talking about like trading just simply just just to simply improve, then I'm I I sit there like maybe. Uh, like that's my four, and then JV, of course. But if it's a situation where we can drastically improve, then outside of those four, like everybody is available in my mind. But that's the thing we're talking about. Realistically, we're talking about what could actually happen. We, if we're gonna anybody that's worth the damn that's coming to our team, we're gonna have to give up somebody that's worth them coming to our team. So if we're talking about realistically getting players, the only people that we're gonna have a chance of trading that somebody else might want is you put a Nikhil Jackson Hayes and Sado package together for salary purposes to get a player in. Everybody else, they don't unless we're but not even, giving up the on Zion and them. But even then, like it, even if it's like you said, more realistic, I at that point, then my number just go four to five. Like I, I just don't like as much as I like Devontae Graham, as much as you know, he like you said, he wants to be here and all that stuff, and I like that. Like I think a lot, most people, like I said, most most of the team wants to be here. But my thing is, is that I is that going to help us win? That's that's I, that, that's the bottom line of it. Like it, like they can want to be here, but are they talented enough to make sure I, we win? I, I think I think. Okay, so hold on. Go hold, ahead, Chris. Hold on, y'all. I gotta get. I'm 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 sorry, y'all. I'm kind of kind of short on time here. Uh, and and, and Everett named ten players. Um. That can't be traded on the team, so I gotta, I gotta move forward in this conversation. Uh, uh, Dotson, man, uh, come in here, man, and close us out. Yeah, man, I'll just pick up on what I've been hearing first. Looking at this game, you talk about untouchables. That's got to be Josh Hart and Herb Jones. Imagine them two guys surrounded by three All Star level players. 
we have that in Jonas, uh, B.I., and Zion. You start looking at some of the players betrayed, you, you can't upgrade from a Herb Jones for his contract and what he gives his team. You can't upgrade from a Herb Jones. You can only maybe include him for a package for an all-star, and you ain't really going to be buying low on a Ben Simmons because why would you get rid of, say, Giannis for Ben Simmons when even Ben can't shoot threes? So you talk about, like, this team's great one through five. Devontae Graham might have to go. He just he, – he's good, but he ain't going to be able to take this team to, like, a playoff caliber type thing. Imagine how he would get picked apart against Phoenix or Golden State if the Pelicans do squeeze in that 10 spot. So when you look at untouchables, you look at who can you not upgrade against. I don't think we can get an upgrade for B.I. unless you get Dame or Beal. Zion, we won't know until he actually touches the court. And now, I mean, looking past that, what you could trade, that's why it's great that Garrett Temple looked great tonight. Jackson Hayes looked great tonight. Sadoransky looked like he might know what a basketball is, all that kind of stuff. And that's the players you move forward with that pick and that 17 17- million-dollar play exception. And all this talk about Josh Hart, he can't be traded for another 20 days. He's not eligible until January 15th, and I hope I hit that quick enough to let you go get what you got to do. All right. All right. Well, I don't have to. I don't have a job to do or an actual job at 9 o'clock like Champ did, but I definitely uh, ain't going to hold y'all too much longer. Uh, y'all every, hear him like he was Tommy on Martin with that one. <laughs> every, every man, save yourself and, and respond to him, man, and trim down your list of untouchables, please, before we get out of here. All right, bro. All right, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with him. All right, we can let can half we, the bench can, go. Can we get four people. <laughs> I, so, this, I love my team, bro. Hey, forgive me for loving the Pels in the first time of them having passion and desire, and I love it. And I and I just I want to see them continue to grow together. I don't want none of that shit. You did, all, all, all <laughs> of it is great and nice. I want you to give me four people. Kumbaya. Kumbaya ain't over here. All that shit is All right, great. four people. All right, I can give you four people. Zion, B.I., uh, Herb Jones, and Josh Hart. They can – those are my unsubscribes. He ain't trying to protect Zion Chetham from the bur- Birmingham. <laughs> <or something. laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, hey. That, that's, he gone. He gone. They'll snatch him up already. Somebody snatched him up already. I hey, man. Don't you be out here doing stuff, the outside out of mind on my boy JV, but this dude is balling too. But we got to keep JV. All right, man. Well, look, I, I appreciate y'all pulling up on such a uh, such a weird game, you know, a, another another injury, depleted team. But, you know, as always, you know, find a way through it. Got the right leadership in place, it looks like, to weather these storms. And, you know, uh, and I, I haven't even checked the catalyst. I don't even know when the next game is. But whenever it is, more than likely, I will holler at y'all and see y'all then. Appreciate Tuesday. y'all pulling up. Tuesday. There we go. All right. Well, until All right. See you later, Chris. Everett, work on your number management, man. That man said all 15. Everybody's saying.